my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome back to Currently with Curator, where I share my latest style obsessions, all of which you can access through my shopping community, Curator. Clearly, my obsession with Bridget Romanek runs so deep, and I am thrilled to announce that she's curated a special collection, which means you can get a taste of her style. You have no idea how major that is. From luxe loungewear to statement-making serving pieces, the collection is filled with products that are guaranteed to elevate your everyday. Even better, listeners can use code CLIMB25 to take 25% off your first purchase. We know these stylish pieces are going to go really fast. So head over to curator.com. That's C-U-R-A-T-E-U-R.com. And shop the Bridget Romantic Edit now for your chance to get her personal picks for a steal. And trust me, you will not want to miss this. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe, and you're listening to Climbing in Heels. This show is all about celebrating the extraordinary women who will be sharing their incredible journeys to the top, all while staying glamorous. Today with me, we have one of my very dear friends and Los Angeles' most sought-after interior designers, Bridget Romanek. She was chosen for Al Decor's A-List in 2020 and 2021, and some of her clients include Casual, Beyonce, Gwyneth Paltrow, Demi Moore, Joe Jonas, and many, many more, including me. Also not to mention, she is an AD100 designer as well for many seasons. I am so excited to speak with Bridget about how she balances her work life and her mom life. So let's get started. I like to kind of go back to when you were little, Bridget, yeah. you were this young girl. I can only imagine your eyes taking up half your head and, you know, <laughs> the, the smile that goes from <laughs> east to west and really just like what what was a dream? You grew up where? Chicago, yeah, right? Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. First of all, climbing in heels like that, that name is so genius. Um, I, I think it's just so genius and it's so you to have come up with that. Cause it's just, <laughs> it's just so good. I'm, I'm just so, so proud of you and impressed by you. I have to you tell you. I love you right back um, at you. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, you were one of my very first clients. You were one of the ones that said, let's do this. Yes. Like, you know, yes. and trusted me. And yes. it was just like, yeah, so that that will remain forever in my heart. And um, and you for so many reasons, not only that, obviously. But, I'd also um, like to point out that every single thing that you got for my house, like what was that 10 years ago now, is now <laughs> in my new house. 
just hung the globe lights just hung the globe lights it's and that's by the way and that's your magic we don't let go of pieces that you get because i'm not over them in any yeah, way see, so, i love that i love that i love that and that's hopefully that's that's my what i leave with my clients um but really you were before i was even a business you know you were when i was working with friends and um just sort of like yeah i love this i love doing this so again thank you for that but yes i was i was born in chicago and my my mom has always been uh, a single mom. I mean, she got married a few times, but it's mainly been she and I. My mom is one of the original like old school rock and rollers. And so she was always like, let's go to wherever the work is and let's, let's, you know, uproot and go over here and let's go here. Yeah. She, she's one of the most sort of famous background singers on the planet. And she, um, yeah, I mean, sung with everyone from David Bowie to Mary J. Blige to, I mean, anyone you can think of, she would do duets with Marvin Gaye on stage. She was you know, with, with this Luther makes Vandross so from- much sense now. Okay. <laughs> our, our journey was just that yes, started in Chicago, but then came to LA when I was five. And then she's like, okay, we're going to head to New York. I was always the new kid. And so, and my mom was always the one who would come into the new school, you know, and she had on heels and she was glamorous and she had this like body and the smile that wouldn't quit. And I would always be like, oh my gosh, because my mom would come in just like, you know, hot this mom. ball of energy, hot, hot mom, mom alert, hot, hot like mom. coming in. I actually, it's, it was so crazy. And I actually remember um, someone saying to me, that's your mom. It was so funny. Like, yes, that's my mom. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we moved around a lot and that really completely has shaped who I am as a person, a designer, everything as a mom, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> that is so unbelievable and makes so much sense sense just about you <laughs> yeah. know when like you learn about someone's family it starts to sort of you have these like aha moments about this person that's like been in yes. your life for so long but I think yeah. when you meet people later in life as adults you don't yeah. always meet their parents right yeah, you don't true. I mean that's I've true. seen your mom a million times but that's like true. always at things and not like where right. I would sit and really understand her right, right. but right. okay so did you like at that point, were you like, were you a good student? Were you like, oh, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop you right there. No, sis, I was not. I was not. But you know, you know, what's funny is that. <laughs> is that do you tell the you, girls that? I do. I'm honest with them. See, because, I wasn't either. And I've yeah. let it slip like once or twice because I'm <laughs> because the minute I open that gate, this oh, guy's yeah. going to be like, mom, you didn't like reading either, mom. You didn't read. Oh, yeah. Either, no, you'll so. pay for it in some sort of right, way. You will right. absolutely pay for that. Um, I can tell you that for sure. But, you know, it's my mom was she never studied and she got all A's. You know, she even got scholarships. Like, that's who my wow. mom was. So one would think I would be good at school. But no, I was not. And I think being new all the time right, didn't help co- either. So course. I would have to sort of try to get into their system and sure. their curricu- curriculum. And if it was a different state, you know, so all of that sort of factored into it. And then when I was in ninth grade, I just, just left, was walked out one day and never went back. And I think for me, it was now going to be in another school. And I just thought, and I went and sat down and they're telling me about what I needed to, to have and what I needed to, what I needed to have learned and all this. And I just went, uh, no, no, no. And I, and and I, and I left and And I just immediately, that was it. That was it. You never like went through 12 and you. Nope. 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 See? And then I just, yeah. And I just started working. (laughs) That yeah, is no, extraordinary. I, and you learn more working 
in that yes. first year than you yes. learn in anything. Yes. I mean, yes, a hundred percent. I mean, I, I definitely wish that I had finished my education. Sure. Um, and then there are other moments where I'm like, nope, this is, you know, this is exactly my path and as it should be. I do tell them uh, what happened because I, I don't have any pictures to show them no. <laughs> from my high school graduation <laughs> or from college or anything. So it's it's really, but I do tell them I, I wish I had. Right. And so I'm, I'm happy right. that they're able to do that. And um and proud of them that they are moving forward. But now kids are so advanced and so aware. And so it's actually unreal. It's, it's actually it's, terrifying it's unreal. and unreal. It, it's like, it really it's is. like amazing and terrifying all at the same time. At the same time. And, and I'm exactly like, true. I can no longer, I think at third grade, I was like, I looked at Roger, I go, okay, math is going to be all you. I'm like, I got English and writing, but I'm done now. Like, I just got lost. I just had to, like, in a pandemic, try and teach Skylar fractions. I was like, oh, no, no. I wasn't good the first time. I'm even worse now. And I'm, like, Googling, like, common denominators. Oh, all of it. Oh, all all of it. And what's funny is, you know, my girls just sort of look at me like, yeah, well, maybe we won't ask mom. Yes. It's like, well, I might Yeah, Yeah, but mom can teach you a lot about life. This is that that they know that they know, right. and, and you know what's what's great too is you know you think your kids don't necessarily see you, and and I think my hope and and all of us as as parents is that each generation is more evolved than the one before. Yes, right. So our kids are going to be smarter than us. That's what we hope. That's what we want. Um, you know, and more conscious than us. So that's what we really want. But sometimes when they come at you with something like, ugh. Stop being so clever, so smart. You, it's annoying. Well, you know? yeah, no. I mean, they are my kids. I feel like I feel like my boys are smarter than me already. Not in no, life, I get it. but I right, think in right. education, a hundred percent. Okay, so then at what point? So you started working at what fifteen? Yes, I did. Okay, I did. So, so you've been working your entire life. Like, at what point were you like, okay? This is the dream. This is where I mm-hmm. see myself. Like, I want to be a designer. I want to be creative. I don't like business, but I like doing this. Or like, at what point did you go from like, Bridget, daughter of single mom, working at a young age, figuring out life as you go to here I go. And yeah. where were you at that yeah. point? Like in in the country, in the world? I was here in LA and my mom had moved to New York. And so I just thought, you know, and she said, you know, we're, we're heading to New York now. And I was sort of tired of moving. And yeah. I said, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. At that age, I just said, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to figure it out. And it has been that journey ever since, really. Um, and I'm still learning all the time. I, I always knew I would do something creative because that's just where my heart lies. And I initially thought I'll be an attorney, but for me, that was creative because it was a way to help people and come up with an argument that would help them. Did you just say an attorney? I did. I know. I know. I really (laughs) And I thought, because I I thought that'll help people and that'll. It was like um, me with being a psychiatrist. That's what I wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Right. So it was kind of like, this is a a good thing. Um, And so I didn't do that. I ended up sort of, I ended up singing, which um, is very funny. (laughs) very funny and I I loved it oh my gosh I loved it and I had a lot of fun but then um I started making handbags that was crazy fun which is how Um, I met you yes through Allie 
Yes, that's right. Our beautiful Allie. And so I started doing that, which I loved a lot. And, but then I was going to have, and they were so popular so fast, which I did not see coming. And then I was pregnant with my second child and we were moving to London. Um, so I kind of thought this is a this is a great time for me to just stop and think about if I want to proceed with bags or mm -hmm. what I what I really want to do. Yep. And so I just I hung out with my girls for a few years. Mm -hmm. We were living in London, came back, and then I had all of these uh, extra bags that had been in in you know its storage. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to have a little trunk show and sell these bags. And that's when I moved into Hancock Park. And so. The trunk show was great and all of these you know, fabulous, lovely people came and they were buying the bags, but they more so liked what I had done with the house. So, <laughs> so, so it was more like, uh, yeah, the bags are great. Thank you so much. Um, so well, let's talk about who, the house. Who, yeah, exactly. But who did this? Who are you working with? Uh, me. You know, and that's how and that's how I started. It was really organic. Isn't that incredible? Because one of the things I always talk about in interviews and, and everyone's always like, how did you become a You know, there was yeah. no plan. Right. It was, there was That's no right. plan. Didn't lay That's that right. out. Didn't write that nope. down. Didn't nope. set that goal. Nope. Um, it was something <laughs> that I had organically been doing since I was a child without knowing yeah. that it had a label on it. Yeah. And my guess is for you, you're always making things beautiful. You were probably always, always. attracted to always. creating and doing things. And I think that is so interesting. Okay, so in Hancock Park, so you make this beautiful house, which I had seen, which is insane. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're like, huh, I have two young girls, which, by the way, mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with. And for oh, those of you listening, I cannot imagine more like beautiful, smart, incredible girls. It's ridiculous, actually. I, I actually <laughs> think your your boys aren't real. <laughs> well, we we actually we Bridget and I have so always like hope they get married someday or like <laughs> exactly. end up together in, exactly. in each other's lives. Yes, at, at some point. So I was maybe <laughs> your like second client, right? Like yes, your something yes. like that, Kelly. That's right. Kelly that's was right. your first. That's right. And she came to the trunk show and and uh, or actually the trunk. Or she just came to the sample sale, right? So say, and then. Um, she had said that they had bought a place in Malibu and that they were working with someone and it wasn't going so well. And would I kind of, would I help? And I just shrugged my shoulder. I was sort of like, okay, sure. You know, <laughs> I remember this. So, well. yeah, so weird. Like, okay. Yeah. And then we were at her house and you started talking to me about your house. Yep. And then you, you said, come on in and yeah. you opened the doors for me. And I was just like, Amazing. It was great. And Absolutely. I didn't try and control anything. I remember because the only oh, thing stopping, amazing. well, the only thing stopping us was Roger and his budget because, <laughs> other, <laughs> because, because other than that, I just was like, Bridget, whatever you think, whatever you think. And you know, it's interesting I because I do remember, I do remember. And I think this goes for me as well. And I, I compare a little bit about styling homes to styling oh, people. Yeah. Um, but I actually find your job much harder and people <laughs> have always said to me like, oh, you must do homes as well. Or like, you must love mm -hmm. to do homes. And the thing is like, yes, I do because I know what I love, right? Like I know right. what I love, yeah. Yeah. but I don't want to do it. And, right. it, and it's because there is such huge commitment involved yeah. in yeah, home, right? And you're true. investing. And when, when it's clothing, you could say, oh, I want to buy a new handbag. I want to change my outfit by adding a color. And you do that in the home. Right. You do it with pillows right. and blankets and tables and little like 
little things, right? Mm -hmm. But the commitment lies in the couch or that light fixture (laughs) and everything affects the the other, right? Mm -hmm. And then add spatial relations to that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, it's really true. That's when I start to get a little, like I get hives. So, (laughs) but I think there's no questioning your gift. And I think that's a thing. You you. don't have training in it. I I wasn't trained to be a stylist, right? You just figured this out as you went, right? And, And I actually have found that there are things you can't learn in textbooks and you can't learn. That's true. true. You learn through experience, but I would say Mm -hmm. now my guess is even when you and I started, you were still, I was more confident in you than you were in yourself. Mm -hmm. That's true. You were like, well, we could do this or we could do this or we could do these stools or we could do these stools or we, and I would go, whatever you think, I trust you, whatever you think, but you weren't, (laughs) you weren't there yet of like, no, these, no, these. And yeah. so I would turn it to you and go, if it were your house, which ones would you do? Yeah. And that true. was how we got to the answer, right? Like, yeah. which would you yeah, do? It's very true. And it's I remember true. it like it was yesterday. But I think <laughs> now my guess is you go into homes and you're much more, yeah. you probably very much collaborate, right? Yes. Yes. But like, I do. who, like, what have been some of the challenges? Because I know working for myself. And I, mm-hmm. you and I have spoken about, right? It, like on the outside, it's like Bridget, you're crushing it. You have the sickest clients, like da da da. But you need like ten of you at all times, right? Yes, yes. Uh, interior design is a really, it's an amazing business, and I do get to do what I love yes, to do, which is the gift. and so that's which a life is gift. which is which it really it really really is. But it doesn't stop it from being challenging and it doesn't stop it from being um, hard at times. It doesn't stop any of that. I mean, you have to have really sincere passion for anything you're going to do. Otherwise, it comes through and people people know, you know, it's like an artist when they're singing and you can feel the ambition in their voice versus the real the real feel, you know, things like that. And and I think my my passion always comes through and what I really work to do with each client is I I take it on like it's my first job. Mm -hmm. Obviously I have tons of information, you know, in my head and all these incredible things that I've learned that I take with me, but it's, but it's also learning to speak the science of every new client and what's important to them and what means something. And, and I have clients who say to me, listen, here's the key. Just not even do, do what you do. And that's great. And then I have the clients who want to know every single detail, even down to stitching, you know, so whatever it is, it's all completely fine. And um, what do you prefer? I've been asked this about styling because I had people like I had clients that would go, Rachel, just tell me what to wear. Tell me what to do. Just do it. And and they didn't even have a mirror in the room. And then right. the other one wanted to know <laughs> right. what color stitching is on the gown yep. versus yep. the beading color versus yeah, the train length. I mean, I seriously love that noise. It's the best kind of notification. That's another sale on Shopify, the platform trusted by millions of entrepreneurs to create their online store and so much more. Shopify makes it incredibly simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. 
whether you're selling fashion and beauty products, holiday decor, or customized gifts. Start selling with Shopify and join the platform that's simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. Once your store's live, Shopify makes getting paid simple by instantly accepting every type of payment. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build the relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, of course. And thanks to 24-7 support, and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify, and now you can too. I can say honestly, firsthand, just how game-changing Shopify is. Our company, Curator, moved onto the platform in 2019, and since then, we've been able to grow and expand our business in the most significant ways. Starting a business definitely comes with its own set of challenges, as many of you may know. So let Shopify be the tool you use for success. I promise you will never regret it. Running a successful business means getting the insights you need to grow wherever you are. With Shopify's single dashboard, you'll manage orders, shipping, and payments from anywhere. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash Zoe, all lowercase Z-O-E. Go to shopify.com slash Zoe to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash Zoe. Well, the dream would be someone telling me what's really important to them and how they want to feel right. in the space. Right. Because, because that I can convey through my love language with design, right. you know, and I can really shape that into something, you know, so if we walk into a room and they say, Oh, I love the light in this room. And it really makes me feel so happy and joyous. You know, I even look at obviously the way that they, they, you know, the conversations we have, the way that they speak about the, the space, but also I look at what they're wearing. Um, I look at, I look at everything I take in because design, as we know, is in the details. So if I have all of that information and they just let me go, so it's really, dream. really, that's, do your, that's do your the thing. That's why I hired yeah. you. Yes. Do you. Uh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know, what's great also is like working with clients like you and people who have seen so much yeah. and have access to, to so many things. Um, it's really fun to be able to research and show new things or, you know, it helps me grow as a designer. Sure. And I feel like if one stops growing, then they might as well give up. So it, it's just, it's it's really a joy, but, but there's a lot of detail that has to be figured out before you do things. And, and everybody what- wants you there. Everybody yeah. wants you there. I found yes. that's one of the biggest challenges, but you've yes, recently yes. hired some team. But I go, I decide on what jobs we're doing and I do do the design, but I also, at that point, I can give it to the team so that I can go on and do other things. Right. And so, and what I've right. learned in in business that is not easy, but is important is that, you know, you, you trust, you have to trust others and um, to help. And it's hard. Help. And it's hard. It's hard. It's hard when it's your baby. You know, it's hard when you can see where you wanted to go and how you wanted to move forward and you see all those things. Um, 
and then hoping that someone else is feeling the same way about it if you're not there or if they're doing something on your firm's behalf. So I feel very fortunate to have some people that have really been aligned with how I, I work and think about things. And it's it's a beautiful thing to have like the team meetings. So it's really, really great. But yes, people do want you there. And so I, I go, I definitely You're go. traveling all the time. <laughs> and yes, I mean that, now. okay. So who would you say, because I do think mentors are so important. Is there someone that kind of was a game changer for you in that respect where you were like, okay. And by the way, it could be a yeah. client that like made yes. you do this or yes. someone who took yeah. a chance on you, you yeah. know, cause for me, that was like Tommy Hilfiger when I was 24 years old, gave me the job of my life that I mm-hmm. didn't think I was ready to do. And I did yeah. it and it changed my life because then everyone yes. else was like, okay, she can do this. Right. Right. They've all, yes. Is there that person for you that believed in you so much before you even believed in yourself? Well, that's a, that's a great question. And I'm, and I'm being, I'm being very honest when I say, you know, I'm looking at her, you know, you guys, no, no, but, but seriously, I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know that design could really be a job. I, I didn't Cause you loved grow it. up. I just loved it. You know, so I didn't know. And I, it wasn't like I grew up knowing who the amazing interior designers were. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a career. I didn't know any of that. You know, I just knew that I would, when we would change, you know, apartments or houses all the time, how I would feel going into those spaces and what I needed to do to make it my own. And so that just sort of stuck with me. And then when I had people like you who said, oh, come on, girl, let's do this. (laughs) You know, it was like, I didn't question it. I didn't, I didn't even, (laughs) I, I mean, literally Raj and I were like, love Bridget. She can do this. We didn't even like think about it. That was the thing. And I, yeah. I, you're so talented and oh, you're so, you so delicious and wonderful oh, and the smile that you. doesn't quit. And I think, <laughs> you know, and I, th- I think that's, um, an important part of the job in a way, yeah. because yeah. there's talented people, but I think that the energy you bring to a room is so unique. And I think that that is something that isn't a given in any industry. You know, you can have equally talented lawyers or doctors that you go to. You're always going to choose the one that has that energy and that positivity and makes you feel good. And so, and I think that's that's an important lesson, I think, in anybody's journey to, to, to really not underestimate. Um, and I agree. And also I think just watching you sort of become this powerhouse of a designer (laughs) with two daughters and working so hard now and loving what you do. I think this to me is probably the most important (laughs) question because (laughs) the struggle's real as a working mom. Oh, yes. And you have girls that are at ages that, what are they now? 16 and 13. Dear God. (laughs) Yeah. Girl, you're in it. Unreal. I am <laughs> Girl, in, in it. it. I am in it. But yes, you're <laughs> an extremely hands-on mom. And yeah. I think my question here is, how do you deal with the, I have to get on a plane to go do an install for my biggest client? Girls, mm-hmm. I can't. 
X tomorrow. I can't. How is that for you? Like, how do you, and do they get it? And do they root for you? Or do they say, mom, please don't leave? Like, how do you? Yeah. Cause that's, I Um, mean, that's the thing for us, I think is the hardest part of all of this. It is. It is the hardest part of all of it. And, you know, I, my mom always worked, so I didn't know anything, you know, other, other than that. And I knew she loved me, but I knew that she had to work for us, you know? So, and I knew that, um, and it didn't stop it from being hard at times. It didn't stop me from wanting her there at times when she, when she couldn't be, but I always knew her heart and I always knew that she, you know, she wanted to be. And so for the girls and I, I, I tell them all the time that, I hope they find a passion in life. I, I hope that they find something that they are motivated by in their lives and something that they want to do, something they feel called to. And I also tell them that I work for the family, you know, and they understand that. They really genuinely understand that. And I also tell them that they come first, that nothing is more important than they are, that I will drop anything. Yeah you know, to go and to be there for them. And I was at, you know, and, and Willow challenged me. She, I I don't think she knew knew that I knew, but I was at an install and she said, mom, I really need my hair braided for this basketball game and no one can do it. And I'm literally at an install and, you know, luckily I was surrounded by the team and, uh, you know, on install days at that point, we know everything by heart. And so I said, you know, I'll be back in, I'll be back in an hour. You know, so they continued to move the pieces in. I went home, braided her hair. Listen, I'm not a great braider, but she was happy. I don't believe that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I am not. It's terrible. I think she took them out, but anyway. But um, yeah. But, but as they, daughters do. As, as daughters, daughters do, do. Right. But she's she's fully aware. They are fully aware how much they are loved. I think to the point of, of nausea. They, they roll their eyes at, at this point. Good. And, you know, Sometimes you you don't think that they they see it or they don't maybe recognize things. And then Willow will kill me for saying this, but she she wrote me a card the other day, and the card all at the end of it, it just was like, "Mom, I see you. Oh. You know, I see everything that you're doing. I see how hard you work for us. I see how hard, you know, you're." She said she saw my passion. She saw what I was doing. She was proud. And that just your whole insides just collapsed, oh, right? Oh, for oh, just forget it. Just <laughs> forget it. It was it was really everything because you know, with teenagers, you can think that oh they're it's not getting in there. They don't hear me, they don't see me. But she just she said, I I I see you. And then in that moment, aren't you like, like maybe I'm doing this right, actually, right? It's those moments, actually. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's those moments. It's almost, Bridget, like we need to hear them every once in a while say it Absolutely. in that weird way. Absolutely. Um, Sky sent We're me, human too. <laughs> we are. And it's funny because yeah. I think as mothers, mm-hmm. we don't ask for anything back. That's true. You know, That's I don't want to say that dads do. I just think they maybe expect a little less. I don't want to generalize right. that. But I think right, we right. give. But I understand what you mean. You, yeah. Like we give our every speck of our breath to our kids. Oh. And, Everything, And I think you don't think like, hey, when are they ever going to say thank you or whatever? Right. But then when they do, yeah. you're like, oh, my God, they like notice oh, yeah. what we're doing here. Like, they- yeah, <laughs> I mean, and it just oh, my gosh, it was it was just insanely great. And even if I'm out of town and they 
call me to discuss something. You'll stop just, everything. Every, everything. Yeah. And, and they know that. And I also make sure if I'm out of town that they are surrounded by people that love them dearly and they know have their have their back. And um, they never feel I, I make sure that and we have these discussions that they don't feel um, I've you know just gone off and I've deserted them or doing anything, nothing like that. They, they know it's um, it's for us. Um, it, it makes me so happy. And to be honest, like <laughs> girls are hard on their moms sometimes, you know, oh, they are. Yes. I mean, I am one and my oh, sister yes. and yeah. I were very hard well, on my you, mom. Well, you and I talk about that because I've asked you and you were like, it's okay. Me. It, it's this okay. Is how it goes. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Our moms are our safe people. And that's, yes. so we can't breathe without you, but we also can't yell at anybody more. So it's like, that's it's exactly just what it is. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Were there ever any moments in this part of your journey where you said, I'm done, I'm over it, I want to quit. Like this, like yeah. I've now been like drained enough. I've had enough bad experiences. I don't trust, pe- you know, whatever it is. Cause yeah, I know for sure. me throughout my styling career, I mean, there was yeah. multiple times where I was like, sure. I'm done. If I get sure. copied by this person, if I get bullied by this person, if I get, try- yeah. if someone else tries to take me down, if like, you know, I had a lot of that. I don't know yeah. if that exists in the world of interior design and and in what you're doing, but obviously in fashion. Yeah. Yes, oh, kind of known for that. Yes. But I, but I, but <laughs> yeah. I imagine because I know quite a few in your business. And what's interesting about you that I think is important for me to say: you never put people down. You always mm-hmm. say, and even when. I know you'd like to, maybe. You you very politically go, you know, we do a different thing. We do a different thing. That's their thing. And like, da-da-da. Yeah. And I wish them well, right? Yeah, yeah. This sounds really, uh, you know, maybe morbid, but I, I think that I, I, I'm going to die. So, but, you know, we're all going to die, right? That's what laugh, but I'm like... What? But it's true. But that's one appointment we cannot miss. Right? So how do I want to spend my time here? Yeah. <laughs> and that's really genuinely how, how I think, um, you know, and it's, <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Bridget, by the way, I'm putting that on my wall in quotes, literally I'm making this, like I'm incorporating that tagline into clothing onto like, that's it. Okay. That, okay. That's really, no, well, you're right. You know, it's, it's just true. That, that is the one appointment we cannot miss. And so how do I want to spend my time here? You know, and, and, and what do I want to be doing with that time? Mm-hmm. And in most days I can, you know, I, I apply that some days I can't, some days it's hard and I feel really like defeated yeah. or like, Oh, this is really brutal. But for the most part, that's how I, that's how I exist, you know, and I won't get today back. And, you know, I can be sad and I can feel that for a minute, but then I, you know, I won't live there. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just, I, I won't live there. And, you know, things that were so unbelievably hard and stressful and I thought I couldn't move on and how can I do it? Um, you know, in one moment, like, you know, two, a month later, I'm like, what was that thing? That yeah. Was, you know? Yeah. And, and so I've, I've learned that, that as well. And so I try to impart that on my girls as well. You know, the things that are really, you know, this girl said this today and stuff, yeah. you know, and I, like and I world try to is ending them, type thing. Yes, yes. Yes. You know, is that I totally understand that feeling. I've had that feeling. Some days I still have that feeling, but look, 
we're still, you know, we're still here and we're, and we're okay. And we're moving forward. And you know what? We're going to die. So let's, <laughs> let, let's pick, let's pick what we're going to be super freaked out and stressed about, you know, um, you know, so, so, and then that's kind of how I, how it, it's actually really, it's kind of awesome actually. And it is, it is. It it's is Cause morbid. it's almost like it when is. you put that there, it's actually yeah. the opposite of morbid. It's exactly. actually the opposite. Exactly. It's actually like, Hey, this will end at some point. So yep. let's just enjoy the ride. Exactly. Right. That's, ex- that's exactly <laughs> right. And that's what I, that's what I feel like, you know? And so when I get into those moments, yes, I want to honor them and respect them. And if I can learn something from those moments, I want to take it with me, but you can't, don't, don't live there. Don't live there. And how do you, it's plenty to do. <laughs> what? Okay. I, I could ask you 60 more questions, but I'm going to let you go soon. And so, okay. For the girls, do mm-hmm. you, do they love what you do? Like, do you feel like either of them will do, are they creative? Are they academic? Are they both? Are they, cause I feel yeah. like your children end up, I find for me, I've seen being like an older mother and watching kids grow up. Yeah. They, it's almost like if you have two kids, one wants to do exactly. And one wants nothing to do with it. Like that's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Will, Willow is just, she's so funny. Um, I've asked her to try to control the eye roll with anything I'm talking about in terms of design. Because I'll be like, I'll say, like, Willow, oh my gosh, look at that color. And she's like, uh huh, uh huh, great, yeah, great. Uh, you know, and Isabel will pretend she will feign interest. Um, so we'll see. But she actually, she actually, my, my younger one, she actually does care about it more. You know, so she'll ask me things in, in her room and what I, in my opinion, and you know, she'll still do her own thing, but she yeah. wants to have the exchange yeah. about it, which is really sweet. Willow, on the other hand, is she's just saying, oh, okay, mom, great, no, great, um, great, yeah, great. <laughs> so I don't know at this point if they will, but Willow is very, <laughs> very academic, and you know, she's she really thrives in that in that arena. I don't know where she, I think she gets it from her grandmother. Not for me. (laughs) No, but I think it's her, it's her drive, you know, it's more that. That's the perfect way to say it. It's her drive. And I think at a very young age, when I was offering her like 10 bucks to watch my kids at a dinner party, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I know you're only like 12, but can you keep an eye on Sky? Um, But I felt like she was very, she wants to have a voice in this world and it's very clear. And I think that the same with like her girlfriends and I think they want to, it's very much like my niece who just graduated college, like they find their voice young Mm -hmm. and they want to use it very powerfully, very powerfully. And, and I think she gets that from you. It's not about textbook. It's about, (laughs) it's about like, you know, and I think my last question to you would be, I know the impact you've had on me. I know the impact you have on all the girls around you and the people that you, that work with you or that just know and love <laughs> you because you're Bridget and you walk into the room and everybody's happy, right? <laughs> Every, everybody's happy. It's like, Bridget's oh here. God. Yay. Like even <laughs> Roger's like, Bridget, because you're like a ray of sunshine. And so- but a, but a real ray of sunshine, not like the pretend ray of sunshine, not like the, she's just making everybody happy. It's that, <laughs> it's that beautiful energy that you bring into a room. Um, but what is the impact you want to have on this world and in this life? Like what, what's the difference that you'd like to make? Cause obviously you're doing it with your girls, 
Do you ever think about that? Because I was always like changing schools or the new kid, I would feel um, shy or uncomfortable and you know nervous and butterflies in my stomach all the time. And my grandmother would say to me, I just want you to know that every room that you walk in is better because you're in it. That's what I just and, said. And so, and so, see, I see her. <laughs> see, yes. And then for me, what that means, not like, hey, I'm no, here. No, no. Not, not that. You're actually no. the opposite of that. <laughs> I, I just want it to be that the people that I love and am in their lives that I brought them joy. I brought them joy or I supported them or lifted them up in some way um, or was just or was just there. You know, and that's for me the most important thing. More than anything, I want everybody to know that I'm here and that I am will always come running, you know, if anybody needs me. And so I just want to be thought of as a as a really great friend and a great parent, um, a great daughter, um, and people's homes that I've worked in and have the privilege of working in that when I close the door and leave that I've left them joy. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what I, I want to, that's what I want to, um, to do is leave people joy. That's amazing because I didn't even know that your grandmother said that. And the fact that we just <laughs> did like a jinx because, <laughs> because, but I, so I, I want to sort of close on saying that I think that you and I have been friends for so many years Yeah, and I always say, she's my sis, right? Like, That's and right. I don't, I don't really say that about people to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's because you're a very low maintenance friend. I'm a very low <laughs> maintenance friend because we get yeah. the fact that we have to do what we have to do. Yeah. But if 100%. you need me, I'm there in 40 yeah. seconds. If I need That's you, right. you're here in 40 seconds. That's right. 39, and, 39 seconds. <laughs> and I, I think that we have always just gotten each other. Yeah, and I true. think that every room is better because you're in it. And that's not being nice to you. That is truth. Said it before I knew grandma said it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I'm proud of you. And I, without being condescending, but I think to watch you go from, huh, can I do this? To literally being one of the most talked about designers in the world and doing the homes of really good people, but happen to be very, very high profile people. And we're not going to name drop, yes. but if I did, everybody would lose their <laughs> freaking minds. Um, and I think Bridget goes in and waves her magic wand. You know, it takes a minute because she likes to be very meticulous about it. Yeah. But I love you madly. And I'd I love, love to watch you climb in heels. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I'm, and I'm, so honored that you thought of me and oh I God. love watching you climb in your sis. I do. I love you. Kiss <laughs> those girls for me, please. I will. I absolutely will. It's that time in the show where I answer two listener questions. So let's see what we have today. First question, holiday dressing and I'm seven months pregnant. Help. Okay. I've been there. I was actually... I think nine months pregnant. And wow, was that not the easiest thing? But the good news is it's cozy season. And in my opinion, the best time to be pregnant because big sweaters, long cardigans, cozy leggings with like tall boots and 
long scarves are, are all, it, it, it's really that time of the year. So it really works. And I just say like, embrace it. I think, you know, you have to know your body and sort of what is working the best for you right now, because some women, you know, everybody carries differently. And I think that if your legs are still your best asset right now, then stay with mini dresses, show the legs. If you can still wear heels, do it, be safe. Or, you know, if your upper body, like your shoulders and your arms are still looking great and you're feeling really confident, then show them off. Do an off-the-shoulder little baby doll dress or a maxi dress. Um, You know, and again, sometimes in pregnancy, a voluminous dress or an unpure dress actually creates more volume. And sometimes really just embracing your bump and wearing something that's sort of body con and stretchy and just show your tummy is also really beautiful. So really whatever makes you feel the most confident and remember to do a good lip and do a cute hairstyle and really play up jewelry when you're pregnant because you're just... You're, you're a little self-conscious, so it's sort of like just bring the attention to your face, to your jewels, and just feel like your gorgeous pregnant self. Second question, any packing tips? It's impossible for me to travel with just a carry-on in the winter months. Okay, I really relate to that. And I have to say, when we go skiing, it is the hardest thing because Roger wants me to take one suitcase, which, you know, hey, that's not possible. Um, because let's be real, like, two coats and a sweater and a pair of boots fills an entire suitcase. So a carry-on in the winter is really, really hard. If you can do things really far in advance, I recommend shipping your luggage because you can do it very cost-effectively if you just send it like ground on, you know, UPS or whatever you feel most comfortable in. But if you can plan ahead and you're going to see your family or you're going somewhere that you trust that will hold your stuff you know, send it so you don't have to deal with like flights and waiting for your luggage and delays and luggage lost and all of that. But I would say don't torture yourself. Like it it really is impossible to travel for more than 48 hours in the winter with a carry-on because more than one sweater can fit in a carry-on with a pair of boots. One thing I will say that is really helpful is, well, first of all, if you're really trying for the carry-on, I mean, you kind of got to roll your stuff really tight. You have to roll it or you have to take it off hangers and lay it incredibly flat. It's the only way. You can't make piles. Roger fought me on this for years and now he's crossed over to my side and lays them flat. But, you know, you have to really think about where you're going, what two pairs of shoes will last however long you're going, what four items you can fit in your carry-on that you can wear 20 different ways. But I'm here to tell you it's hard take a suitcase. (laughs) Okay. Don't forget to submit your questions for next week's episode. All you have to do is DM us your questions to at climbing in heels pod on Instagram. And I might just answer your question. Bridget Romanic is absolutely one of the sweetest, smiliest, but yet most badass women that I know. And I'm so excited that we got to really get into her upbringing, her background, because it's funny how you can be friends with someone in your adult life for so long and not really know that much about their upbringing in in depth, because I think you're living in the here and now and you get bits and pieces, but not the real nitty gritty. And I think 
for me, learning that Bridget was raised by a single mother who was constantly on the road and that she was literally a new kid in school every year of her life, basically, which that's just even hard for me to wrap my head around. But then at the same time, it also really explains so much of why she's so adaptable. She's so friendly. She's so gracious and just always a ray of sunshine to be around. So I think it actually was like a piece to the puzzle that I was so excited to learn. And then also, you know, that she finished her education quite early and You know, I always go back to your education does not define who you are as an adult. And I think, you know, Bridget's one of the smartest women I know and incredibly successful. And I think it just shows there's, you know, all kinds of education in life. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Climbing in Heels. And don't forget to write a review wherever you get your podcast because I love it. While you're at it, follow me at Rachel Zoe and at Climbing in Heels on Instagram for more updates on upcoming guests, episodes, and all things curatorial.